0: Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend and as per usual, I give God praise for being here with all of you on this episode number 159 of our podcast. Well, BCU family. We have a communications post here today that I think will be of interest to everyone under the sound of my voice. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. What encourages You is coming to you with Break Every Chain. That's what's coming up next. Family, welcome. All right, BCU family, so let's talk about chain letters. So in doing some research, chain letters date back to around the 1900s when they were delivered via postal service asking for monetary donations. If I'm recalling clearly, my first encounter with a chain letter goes back to around the seventh or eighth grade when the letters were passed during class or in the hallways and the consequence for disobeying the commands in the letter promised disastrous results. Now I thought that I had seen the last of those type of things back then, but if we come to date 2018 with instant communication and constant access to the internet, in particular, Facebook, Many of us are inundated with memes, posts, and inbox messages asking or even demanding quid pro quo action. Some of what we see in our inboxes and on our walls say this. If you forward this post to 40 people, you will receive a check in the mail. So-and-so is giving away $30 million. But you must send this or pass this to at least 10 of your Facebook friends. Here is a rose of love. If you love me, you'll send this back to me and pass it on to 12 others to let them know you love them. Here's another one. If you are not ashamed of Jesus then type Amen and pass this along. If you don't, you're ashamed of God and He'll be ashamed of you. Oh, this one. And I'm going to read this verbatim the way I saw it on the internet, everybody. The last time I prayed this prayer, over 5,000 people received shocking miracles. You have type Amen and shared post but you did not receive anything. This night is your own night. And one other one I'll read. Uh, Let's see. I pray that as you read this, you will be showered with blessings. Type amen and share if you agree. And BCU family, I could go on and on and on. Now for many, typing amen and passing these memes and and different posts along may seem harmless, but there is a problem. These messages are steeped in lies, fear, and superstition, all which have no place in the believer's life. So let's start off with the lies. So the lies that are told on these posts, BCU family, are outrageous. How do we know that Bill and Melinda Gates are really giving away money? Are we positive that Tyler Perry is blessing people randomly? Has anyone done the research and gotten the scoop from a credible, reliable source? One holy ghost-filled believer I spoke to on this said, well... I don't know if Tyler is giving away any money, but I just passed the message along anyway. Hmm. BCU fam, as people of God, we are responsible for every word we say and deed we participate in. As a matter of fact, Matthew 12 and 36 reminds us that we have to give an account for every idle word, and Romans 14 and 12 says that we have to account for every deed done in this body. So if we are unsure, if something is untruthful, we really should not be spreading the information. And we can always consult God to ask him if this is something we should actually be saying to people. So if we don't know, we should keep quiet. Not only by passing along these memes and and giving these things to people, are we guilty of lying, but we are encouraging the practice of idolatry. Let's talk about that. And the scriptures remind us. Let's go to Colossians chapter 3. I'm going to read in your hearing verses 5 through 7, and then verses 9 and 10. Colossians chapter 3, verse number 5 says Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection evil evil concupiscence <laughs> and covetousness which is idolatry so when you think about the memes that especially i'll uh, say if you type this or if you type a man and send it to so many people you'll get a check in the mail or you'll receive a financial blessing or anything like that that's greed BCU family. That's greed. And that is idolatry. That's what uh, Colossians says. And it goes on to say, the scripture goes on to say that for which things the wrath of God comes on the children of disobedience. So if we're not listening to what God says, if we're practicing those things that we just talked about, the wrath of God is sure to come for us the scripture goes on to say that in which times we also used to do these things. So there was a time in our lives where we walked in uncleanness and fornication and covetousness. We don't do that anymore if we've got Jesus down on the inside, according to Acts 2.38, meaning we've repented, we've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and we now have the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So that lets us know we've got Jesus down on the inside. So if we've got that evidence, if Jesus is down on the inside, we shouldn't practice these behaviors. It's not to say that we may not slip every so often. We don't practice these behaviors. So verse number nine of Colossians chapter three reminds us also not to lie to one another. Again, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds, And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him or after the image of God who created us. So we've got knowledge. And now that we know better, we need to do better. Amen? All right, let's go to the next area of concern. And let me ask this question. What scripture supports God tallying up our likes, shares, and amens in order to actually bless us. Right. There is none. (laughs) There is none. And it doesn't matter that there wasn't social media back then. We serve a very wise God. And if he wanted to make a provision for that in the Bible, he most certainly would have done it. It's not needful, BCU family. And I'll tell you why. Hebrews chapter 11, verse six says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, and that word means earnestly, swiftly, or with zeal, seek him. So all we have to do is diligently seek him and believe that he is God and that he will do what it is that we are asking him to do according to his will. It's really just that simple. So we don't need to do anything extra with uh, sharing and typing amen and liking. Not necessary, BCU family, not necessary whatsoever. Now, let's talk about the fear of breaking the chain, because that was one of the things we mentioned, that fear is a part of this. Now, do you really think that God is going to be upset If you scroll past a post concerning him and you didn't click like, will he not answer the prayers of an ill individual because we didn't type amen? Does catastrophic disaster await us because we did not pass on a message to the rest of our Facebook friends? No, indeed, BCU family, and you know, when we think about it, that sort of tormenting, demanding, ultimatum type fear does not come from God. Rather, it comes from the enemy. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 reminds us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Faith-filled, loving saints Rest in the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus to supply all needs. And the sound mind tells us to resist the urge to pass such foolishness along or to go along with, you know, um, I've got to make sure that the chain doesn't get broken or such and such is going to happen. Not even necessary. We trust God. Now, something else I want to talk about, and really the crux of what we are talking about here today, is superstition, BCU family. Now, let me give you a definition of superstition. So, in looking in the dictionary, it says that it's a widely held but unjustified belief in supernatural causation leading to certain consequences of an action or event or a practice that's based on such a belief. So to break it down even further, this superstitious uh, meme passing that we indulge in is really based on the unfounded quote unquote faith that following some unbiblical command will release some I don't know, magical power from God. Think about that, BCU family. On top of that, superstition is directly linked to idolatry. Yeah. And what happens is is that when we think of idols, we think of little tiki statues that old Mr. Hanalei has passed down, you know, from one generation to the next. But... What it is is that anything we place our trust in over God is an idol. So when we type a man and share a particular post in hopes of getting a financial blessing or healing or whatever the case may be, the actions that we performed around the post that's the actual idol. And what we're doing is trusting in what we did rather than asking God for what we need and trusting him to supply those needs. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says that we are to seek the kingdom of God first and all his righteousness and what we need will be added to us. And I encourage you BCU family to read Matthew chapter 6. Start at verse number 25. Actually start at verse number 1 if you can, but uh, if you've you are pressed for time. Start at Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 and read down to 33 to get the full context. So what we're supposed to do is just go to God first and seek him. He knows what we need. He knows very well. And if we are taking care of his business, as one of my cousins said, Cousin Danielle, then God will take care of us. The bottom line, BCU family, is that God does not endorse Lying living in fear, or idolatry in any fashion. Those who practice such behaviors do not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, Revelation 21 and 8 reminds us that the fearful and the unbelieving and all liars will serve their part in the lake of fire. So again, it, it's one thing to occasionally do these things and to repent quickly it's another thing to practice them and the scriptures warn us of what the end will be if we continue to indulge now as far as idolatry is concerned there are several scriptures that talk about idolatry and how that is an abomination to God a uh, one that comes to mind for me is in the book of Galatians chapter number five right around verse number 21. And it reminds us, uh, verse number 20, I believe it is, I'm sorry, that idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresies. And, and I won't go ahead. Oh, actually, let me go ahead and read verse number 21. Envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of which I tell you before and have told you in times past. Listen to this. They that do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. There's only one kingdom, BCU family. And that's the one I want to be in is the kingdom of God. Other than that, it's the enemy and his kingdom while he's running around here is temporary and it's coming down. So we want to be sure and ensure our seat, our place in the kingdom of God by again, not practicing idolatry or any of the other things that are mentioned in Galatians chapter 5. Again, starting at verse 19, uh, verse 20 is our anchor scripture, but what we're talking about around around idolatry. So what we want to do instead, BCU family, rather than entertain these demonic communications, why don't we, with the help of the Lord, practice living? Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. And it reads, be careful, meaning full of care or anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Once we do that, then the Lord lets us to know what to keep our minds on so that we're not tempted to indulge in these evil communications. Verse number eight says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, we are to think on those things. And verse number nine goes on to say those things which you have learned and received, heard and seen in me, meaning Paul, do those things and the God of peace shall be with you. So we don't have to be tormented and and running and worrying fearfully or in fear rather that something is going to happen if we break a chain, BCU family, because we've got the God of peace with us and the peace of God in us. And then we want to rest on Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, which tells us that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So from here on out, instead of passing these messages around, checking them out, entertaining them, Instead of passing around these chain letters, let's break every chain by not responding to them at all. Amen? Amen, we're gonna trust God. So what are your thoughts around chain letters, memes, and posts? Were you aware of the upsurge in these evil communications? Did you indulge in them? there's a judgment-free zone here. So don't worry about us looking at you sideways. All of us have done things. We've got no business doing. All I'd like to do is to continue the conversation wherever you land on this subject. So please, if you're not already here, head on over to the blendcouragesyou.com site, scroll down to the end of this post. You'll see where there's a section for you to put in your comments and let's continue our talk. Well, BCU family, it is about time for me to wrap up. I want to thank you so very much for tuning in today. It has been my pleasure to be your host. So once again, this is blend from BlenCourgesYou.com signing off. Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our awesome and amazing God bless you, keep you, make His face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you Stay on the wall.